the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the president is set to announce a ban on Russian oil imports. Uh, that is going to drive the price even higher. A week ago, gas was 362. Yesterday, it was uh, 407, and today it's 417. What will it be tomorrow when we're not getting any Russian oil uh, here in America? We are going to cover that live with the president if they can get him awake. He's already, what, about 25 minutes late, but he'll be there any moment any moment and we'll carry it uh important important news today and we begin in 60 seconds you know you can sleep on any old set of sheets you know you feel like i guess but you're not going to get the same experience as you do with really good quality sheets and really good quality sheets used to cost an arm and a leg I actually have six children. Uh, now, most people will recognize that I only have four, but I I did sell two of my children for some really comfy sheets. And some people think I got a bad deal, but you didn't know them. You didn't know them. It was the worst, too. I, yeah. Yeah. The other ones are much better. Yeah, they're much, much better. They're much better. Anyway, I don't have to do that anymore. Because right now... I can get a great deal on the sheets I sleep on every night, and they are the best. Made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. Really soft, breathable, extremely durable. Gets softer and better every time you wash them. For as low as $39.99 now. They're 60% off. $39.99 with a promo code BECK, and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. So I didn't get that with the kids, you know? I didn't get that. But I can get it from Mike Lindell with MyPillow, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Okay, so we just have a, a slide here in front of one of our monitors that just says, We'll begin shortly. Oh, yeah. The drama yeah. of a Joe Biden speech. It's going to be good. Will he be awake for it? Right. Will he see a squirrel that no one else sees run by and distract him? Will he get through a sentence? Will he call Ukrainians Iranians? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But he's going to announce something very, very big and important. Very big. Very big. Very big. This is something that, that has been demanded by both the left and the right, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. This idea of and I'm and I'm I'm for it at the same time I'm against it. I'm for it if we do one thing first, and that's open up our own oil fields, supply our own oil, be energy independent, which we could do overnight. Right. <laughs> like I, and I like having a two partner here is not a crazy thing to ask for. No. Like if you were to say, you know what, I'm I'm going to get rid of all the food, all the junk food in the house. Uh, I don't want any more. I, I keep eating all this junk food. We're going to get rid of all the food in the house. And then you don't replace it with food. <laughs> it's you, not necessarily a good change. Not a healthy right. choice. Not a good idea. Right. So mm-hmm. what you want to do is replace it with maybe healthier food. Yes. Right. And yeah. then that would be a good right. improvement. Just throwing all the food right. out in your house not a good idea that seems to be the path that we're on right now yeah yeah and uh what are republicans gonna do 
when the price of a tank of gas is what a price of tank of gas is going to cost uh, here in the next few days and probably for a very long time. What are they going to say when they were the ones pushing for this this oil shutoff with um, uh, Russia without articulating part two? Actually, it well, should be part one. He should say today, this is what the president should come out and say. Look, uh, we all know we're watching the video from Ukraine and it's really bad. It's really bad. And so we're sitting here between a rock and a hard place, uh, especially me. And I think people would actually respect him for this, especially me, because I, as you know, I believe global warming is an existential threat to the safety of of everyone in the entire world. And I have taken massive steps to shut down the um, fossil fuel industry, and we cannot go back on that. However, this is a short-term problem, but this short-term problem is going to cost the American people too high of a price. So I'm sitting here and I look at three options. Do nothing, continue to fund the war with Russia— while they're slaughtering uh, people in Ukraine, that's not acceptable to me. Cut us off of Russian oil and make the price of gas, groceries, everything go sky high. That's not acceptable to me. I got to find a way to balance both. And the only way to do it is to reverse all of the things that I have done. Take the regulations off the oil industry temporarily understand this is a temporary mo- movement because i believe that global warming is going to be the death of all of us so i am removing those t- restrictions today i am removing anything that hinders the oil industry from getting oil and gas to the american people and quite honestly to europe Because if I can promise them gas, they will shut off the gas and oil from Russia, and then we win. So temporarily, that's what I'm going to do. I would be for that. I would say there's presidential action. There's presidential action. Yeah, um, to give you an illustration of how this is done, Elon Musk yesterday. I hate to say it, but we need to increase oil and gas output immediately. Extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. Obviously, this would negatively affect Tesla, but sustainable energy solutions simply cannot react instantaneously to make up for Russian oil and gas exports. Now, here's a guy who is, again, building spaceships to escape global warming. He started an electric car company. He really cares about global warming, but he's also being honest and realistic and not and not not wanting to punish the American people uh, because uh, of his long term ideology and beliefs. And that's the opposite of what but Joe see, Biden seems to want to do. The global warming thing is a lie. To think that Joe Biden and his people are making uh, this decision based on global warming is a lie. It's a lie. Because if you did, uh, yeah. if you, did yeah. you wouldn't be buying the dirty oil from Russia. You wouldn't be buying it from Iran. It is clearly much better to have it pulled from here than it is to have it pulled over there. It is it's much true. better for the environment. He, I, I think what he, their argument to that would be, if we lock it in here, then we are going to be taking steps in the wrong direction. 
where if we take a temporary purchase from Iran or Venezuela, it's just a Band-Aid on this issue. We don't want to. They don't want to solve the issue. Right. They, they want to make it difficult for you to buy gas. Correct. In the they, long term. But they also, if you are truly representing people and you saw, you know, look, we see the suffering of the Ukrainian people. Do you know Americans are on the edge right now? They're on the edge. Average Americans cannot afford this kind of gasoline. No. So they're having to make tough choices. What do they do? Well, if you see the suffering in Ukraine, you also have 350 million people here in America. You could cause all kinds of problems, including food shortages next year because we can't get natural gas to make uh, fertilizer. We, we, where are all the electric tractors? Where Do we have a bunch of electric tractors? Is anybody doing that? Not yet. Yeah. So we're going to have food shortages, and we know we're having food shortages already. We know that today that they're coming. Why would you make it worse? You don't care about people. If you really, truly believe that you can't do this, you have to you have to punish America uh, and reward Russia or Iran or Saudi Arabia or Venezuela. You're a an idiot. B, you don't care about people. I don't care what you say. You don't care about people. And you certainly don't care about the United States of America. And that's what I think is really driving this policy. They don't care. No, it's beyond that. They despise the United States of America. And this will only hasten our end. Gas went up 10 cents last night. Highest rise in a week in history. Right. We find out today that we're cutting off how much oil from Russia? It's I think five percent of the global five percent of the global supply or seven percent of the global supply. I mean, again, like that doesn't seem like a ton, but we, when you need to replace it, it it can make it can make things very difficult. Uh, well, you know what it's like. Your your inflation is ten uh, percent right now. They say seven point five. That's your inflation rate. I don't know how how are things going for you. Do you notice that that ten percent missing? So, you know you're not going to get the oil out of the ground from the Democrats. You know they're not going to do that. So, do you take this step anyway? Do you do do you cut off Russian oil because no. punishing Russia is no. something that should be done based on what they are doing at the in expense Ukraine? of the United States of America? No, no, I don't. Look here. Here's the thing. Um, uh, I really feel for the U- Ukrainian people, but this might be the this might be the death of us. This really, truly might be the death of us. Um, it's coming and it's coming quicker and quicker. I think it will come before the election. I could be wrong. Uh, and if it doesn't happen before the election, I can guarantee you today the Democrats are going to scream fraud that it's a stolen election if Republicans win they will do everything times 10 that they've accused Donald Trump of doing. And there will be riots in the streets. They will riot in the streets and nothing will happen to them. And that's just going to push us over the brink even more. I, I just I'm sorry. You cannot print money like we have printed. 
then cut off the oil supply. Look, oil is is everything. We literally don't get the vegetables to the table without oil in like a hundred different ways. So saying that we're going to we're going to uh, just cut back and we're all going to have to wear a sweater. If this is beyond wearing a sweater, this is way beyond wearing a sweater, like Jimmy Carter said in the 1970s. This this is the crippling of the economy. You cannot make things if you don't have oil. Gee, and that who's who does that benefit? Let's see if you can't make things then and people can't drive around, then the demand is less. Then they won't have things to buy. Huh. We'll have plenty of money, but nothing our money can buy. Do you think um we know they're not going to do what we want them to do. Right? No. We're, they're not going to open no. up the uh, show the power of the United States. We're, we're going to ignore much of our own resources. Is there any chance you think Biden comes out and says and, and throws a bone at that argument and says, you know what? We we did shut down drilling in this area, in this area. We're going to open it back up for the time being. No, 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 no chance. He will say he's going to open up the strategic oil reserves, which is a terrible idea. Horrible. Ter- legitimately the, terrible. You are on the eve of possible World War Three. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. That's what pundits are saying. But that's but, but I mean, it's, it's obviously true. Yes. Right. Like we yes. are they're one country away. Yes. From a NATO Correct. Uh, attack and anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything it doesn't happen. mean it's likely, but it's correct. Very much more possible now than it was a month ago. So that's really exciting to know. So you don't get rid of your oil. You don't. The strategic <laughs> oil reserve is for a situation just like this. That if you have to go to war and you don't have the oil and it's going to cripple everything at home. Imagine trying to fill the tanks of the fleet. Okay, aircraft, tanks, everything else, independently having to fill those tanks for a war. And the price of gasoline here in America. Gee, how long would we last? How long would we be making new airplanes? New tanks, new ships. This is this is the road to destruction but we'll see what he has to say. He's now, what, 45 minutes late uh, for oh, his... Um, never on time for these things. Why do they even announce them? Well, Why not just prob- let him stumble down in his PJs whenever he gets ready? All right, back in just a minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The latest inflation data is suggesting the Fed could raise its key rate this month by one half of a percentage point. May not sound like a lot, but it's something to monitor. It is going to affect your debt and your investments, um, your entire financial outlook, really, for the time being. I keep bringing this up because there is a way you can get yourself clear of a lot of this issue. And there is still time to protect yourself and your budget, but it could happen and go away overnight. Give American Financing call uh, a call today. Call them today. Find out about um, uh, a, uh, a mortgage refi or a consolidation loan or how to take your, your, uh, your, your interest rate and locking it in, God forbid, if you happen to have an adjustable loan. You could skip up to two mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days, 
Make the call to American Financing. Do it now, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. We have Mike Lee on. We had Ted Cruz on earlier. We have Mike Lee on uh, here in just a second uh, to talk about the madness in Washington. And I, I, I will tell you, I am, uh, I'm, I'm baffled at what is happening in Utah. There is, there is a string of rhinos that pretty much run that state, uh, and they hate Mike Lee. They hate him. Why? Well, look at him. I mean, he's always throwing bombs. He's always naming names. He's always just speaking, just, uh, you know, shooting from the hip. What? <laughs> Mike Lee is the nicest. You're never going to get a scandal from Mike Lee. You're never going to hear a harsh word spoken by Mike Lee. He is like the model of everybody that they should be all like Mike Lee. And apparently that's not good enough for a lot of people uh, in the Republican Party, uh, and definitely not for Mitt Romney's friends, um, because they're they're funding an independent candidate. Uh, I don't know Ronald McMuffin, and uh, here's a guy who who started his own um, uh, his own 501c3, his his own you know charity, and then paid himself three million dollars from the charity fund. So that's <laughs> that's good. Now, that's something that Mike Lee wouldn't do. And if you want that, then McMuffin's your guy. Now, that's not even the issue, though, today, right? I mean, no, that's, he's, he's running as an independent. This is this yeah. is a primary challenge of some sort. Yeah, this is a primary challenge. And if Mike, because most people will go, Mike Lee is going to be clearly the winner. Um, and so that's exactly what I, by the way, when you brought this up to me, exactly what I said. Do you believe that's true now? I'm more nervous about it now. Yeah. yeah I mean, because right. you see, I mean, I did know that he w- they were throwing a lot of money at him. And I just feel like the people of Utah are going to come through when it actually counts. But, you know, I think oh, I if, they, have. <laughs> if they feel that uh-huh. Mike Lee's going to win and they don't have to worry about it, they don't show up and he could he'd be vulnerable. Right? Yeah, that's the, the, the risk time. is not whether Mike Lee is doing a good enough job as a senator to, for the people of Utah. I don't think that's a borderline issue to most of them. But there is and there is that worry that a well-funded candidate coming up in, against him in opposition again with a with a, a voting populace that just thinks he's going to win and doesn't need to do anything to make it happen. That is the, the, the problem there. And you get to a point, too, where you wonder if the thing that happened with Joe Lieberman and Ned Lamont in Connecticut don't years ago. Don't even say it. That's horrible. Don't don't say that. No, the I worry mean, is yeah, were... basically what happened. If you if you remember this race, yeah. Lieberman ran in the primary and lost the, in the Democratic primary because he was seen as you know too friendly to the war and, and fighting terrorism, basically. So they brought in a far left candidate, and Lieberman decided to run as an independent. Well, as it got closer to the election, everyone realized that Republican candidate had no chance of winning. So the Republicans basically said, hey, vote for Lieberman. And the Republican got almost nothing. Hang on. We have the day I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. 
That means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable at U.S. ports, and the American people will deal another powerful blow to Putin's war machine. Mm -hmm. This is a move that has strong bipartisan support in the Congress and, I believe, in the country. Americans have rallied support, have rallied to support the Ukrainian people and made it clear we will not be part of subsidizing Putin's war. This made, we made this decision in close consultation with our allies and our partners around the world, particularly in Europe, because a united response to Putin's aggression has been my overriding focus to keep all NATO and all of the EU and our allies totally united. Okay, here's the uh, here's the problem. The United States is doing it, and our allies are not. He's hoping to convince them otherwise. We'll have more in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, you want to talk about trust? 1994, Ukraine signed a non-nuclear treaty. 96, Ukraine handed everything over to them, their nuclear processing facilities, the missiles and everything else. Russia said, we'll never invade you. Right. Well, here we are. You got to trust people and you got to have trust in, you know, in God and trust in our institutions. Do you have trust in our institutions today, especially our dollar our dollar is the strongest, but that's because it's the petrodollar. If that goes away, what backs the dollar? Why are people holding on to it? Please call Goldline today and find out about their self-directed IRA specials this week and their Glenbeck specific promotions on orders for physical delivery right to your door. Count on Goldline. You can call them right now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Tell them I sent you. Do your own homework. Ask them for all of the information about gold and silver at 866-GOLDLINE. Well, the details of everything Joe Biden's blabbing about right now and Senator Mike Lee coming up in just a minute on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Mike Lee is uh, joining us now. Um, Mike, I don't know if you've been following the president this morning, but he has said that uh, he is going to shut off all Russian oil to the United States. Um, and he's going to do everything he can to uh, to help the American people. 60 million gallons from our uh, 60 million barrels from our oil strategic oil reserves. Uh, and uh, he's not going to tolerate price gouging uh, from these oil companies that are going to try to just gouge people at the pump. Uh, he won't accept that. And he also said, I want to clear something up. There is no evidence at all that anything that I have done affects how much oil is being drawn out and used here in America. My policies have not affected this at all. Welcome, Mike. Well, gosh, there it is. There it is. You you, you hear it. Uh, so it must be true, right? Yeah. So uh, look, he, after almost two weeks of Ukrainian suffering and, and noble fighting, he, he finally got the political courage up to ban Russian oil and gas imports. We still need to know what's he going to do to open up American oil and gas. And, and he did this only after flirting with the mullahs in Iran and the desperate in Venezuela to see if they would want to help him out. And, and the more he repeats this, this is not my fault. 
the more we know it's his fault. Look, what did he do on day one? Day one, he gives in. He cancels Keystone XL. He halts all oil and gas leasing on federal land, which is a very significant part. No, they already have. No, no, Mike. They already have millions of acres of leased federal land, and they're not using it. That's what he said. Yes. So so that is a a very convenient response from a man who's tried to shut these guys down and from the guy who won't let them drill in Anwar, where we've got an abundant, accessible supply of heavy crude, which is the stuff we're getting from Russia. So if he if he means this stuff, he needs to open it up and he can't just continue to close off options and say no to the American people. Look, the American people want to control inflation. Biden wants to control Americans. That's the problem we're dealing with. Mike, the I mean, I just don't see how how Americans are going to survive for very long. I mean, you know, the price of uh, crude is up uh, 90 cents since the president started speaking. Uh, and uh, it, we already went up in gas prices a dime, you know, from yesterday to today. People are on the edge. How long can this go before those sanctions uh, and the policies of this president cripple us, not Putin? Yeah, so uh, all, all of these things are combining into one. You've got a hyperactive, hyper-regulatory environment in which President Biden wants to shut down American ingenuity and development. And he does so in a way, moreover, that would, would enrich and further empower our enemies. I mean, look at where more and more of our money has to go to buy our energy when we don't do this. It goes to vile countries, vile people in vile countries. We, look, we can produce this stuff here in a more safe, environmentally responsible and cost-effective manner than just about anywhere in the world. So why aren't we doing it? Well, it always comes back to his, his climate obsession and to this, this God complex that he seems to have, suggesting that he can, uh, he's the one who can figure out how to balance all of the competing climate needs of, 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 of the globe uh, and balance those against the American energy needs. You know, there's this thing called the free market. If you let the free market do its thing, then, Joe, you wouldn't need to sell off our oil reserves. Then, Joe, you wouldn't need to go hat in hand to OPEC. So it, it, this thing called the free market works, and it allows people to get clean, affordable energy on demand. He says that this is the free market working. He's, he, I mean, it was amazing to hear him say, you know, we um, we shut down their banking. Well, who shut down their banking? I don't believe the United States of America can shut down all of the banks and the credit cards and everything else. Um, he's he's claiming that these people are doing all of this by their free choice. I've never seen anything like this, Mike. And you know that through ESG, this is the Great Reset in action, is it not? Yes, yes. And, and you, as you talk about this in your book, and one of the things I love about your book is in, in, the, in, the, in the book, The Great Reset, you, you explain that this time, this particular series isn't something that's government. And so it's much harder to control. Yep. This is the, the coordinated action of countless individuals acting independently and independently in a way that's likely to diminish freedom and diminish options for ordinary hardworking citizens. 
Mike, um, the president today is going to request $2.6 billion for foreign assistance program that promote general equality worldwide. Um, okay. The funds will be... Who could be against that? I know. What kind of monster would oppose that, right? I know. The funds will be part of his fiscal 2023 budget request to Congress and will double the amount requested for gender programs uh, next year. Gosh, you know, if there's, if there's one thing in the world right now that we've got to do, it's ship a bunch of money offshore to unspecified priorities that are impossible to quantify and very difficult to evaluate because this money is being sent all over the world. I, I, I really think that uh, we've lost our minds when it comes to this. Look, I, I think foreign aid generally um, uh, has some problems with it that need to be addressed. This is a particularly egregious example of that. And the timing of this couldn't be poorer. So, Mike, tonight in Utah, and I don't even know, can you talk about this? Uh, tonight in Utah sure. is, is the caucus. I have no idea how this caucus, this caucus works. This is the primary caucus, right? Yes, yes. And, Glenn, it's awesome. Caucus night is fantastic. It's the most wonderful day of the, any two-year election cycle. In Utah, people come together at 2,000 precinct locations around the state at exactly 7 p.m. And at 7 p.m., they get together and they elect delegates to a state convention, a convention that will occur on April 23rd. This is, this is the Republican, the small-R Republican form of government in action. This is the way it's supposed to work. These delegates come together, they elect people to represent them at their state convention, and that all happens tonight. So, so any of your listeners who happen to be in Utah, I'd encourage them strongly, go, go to uh, precinctportal.org and you can figure out where your caucus meets. I can tell you when it meets. It'll be 7 p.m. tonight. We need as many of your listeners there participating tonight as possible. How, how scary is it to be someone like you that everyone just assumes you're going to get reelected, and yet millions of dollars are being spent all around you by the left and the rhinos uh, uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen and having your, having your supporters like, ah, do the caucus next time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's scary. Uh, it, it really is a scary thing uh, to be in that position because people assume oh, a Republican from Utah, uh, Utah's never going to elect a Democrat. Well, that may be true. There are people who figure out how to gain that system. Some of them run as Republicans uh, while espousing liberal beliefs. Others might run as an independent. And uh, th- those people are gaining some momentum. They've got a uh, a, a, a media establishment in the state and nationally that's more than eager to to help them uh, win their cause, help them disparage me, and help these progressives get elected. Yeah, I'm, and that's why it is concerning. I've got to be ready for this, and so I, I'd encourage your listeners to go to leeforsenate.com if they'd like to help. You can use all the help I can get. These guys are are raising money like crazy against me. And I've got to be prepared for them. You know, I saw the name recognition that you have in the state, and you are more recognized by Democrats than you are by uh, independents and uh, conservatives. That should tell you something. They hate you. They hate yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah. and, and look, we, we, we've got our two statewide papers, the Deseret News and the Salt Lake Tribune. And, and let's just say they're not conservatives. 
Uh, there is no counterpart. There is no Washington Times uh, 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 counterpart to these voices. There is no New York Post counterpart to them. It's kind of sad when you've got an entire state with no uh, conservative or even right of center uh, statewide publication. Yeah, well, you know, Stu and I were talking about it this morning that there is no one there's no one in Washington that we trust more than you. You're the most I mean, no offense, Mike, but you're boring as hell. I mean, it's like, you know, hey, let's invite somebody to a party that everybody will be excited about. It ain't you. It ain't you. I mean, I'd like you at the party, but you're not the one that everybody, you know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and I, and yet you get branded as some radical you all you do is stand for the Constitution and you stand in really. I mean, I know you, Mike. I know there are times that you voted against something that you have really personally wanted to vote for, but it was wrong because it was constitutional. And they're killing you on that. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. And first of all, Glenn, thank you for the compliment. And more importantly, thank you for the bumper sticker idea. I'm going to run with that. Bumper sticker <laughs> saying, Mike Lee, boring as hell. Yeah, I mean, there's not going to be a scandal in your life. You don't swear. You don't call people's, you know, people names. I mean, you know, you're kind of dull. But I mean, you're you're great in office. I, I don't know if Utah needs some excitement. Uh I think you'd, you're crazy if you do. Stay with Mike. But anyway. Well, and, and look, the thing is here, I, I do the job the way I think it needs to be done, which involves reading the Constitution. I keep a copy of the Constitution with me all the time when I'm at work. I, I always have one. You'd be surprised at how often I need to refer to it. It's not a prop. It's there to remind me of what my duty is, what my obligations and uh, what my authority entails and, and, and what they don't entail. And that takes the emotion out of it. That, 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 when you take the emotion out of governing, you have a greater possibility of achieving safe government. Right now, we are like a, a giant boat without a rudder or an engine. We're just thrown every which way as, as a country because government decisions are being made by emotion. And that's why I need the support of your listeners anytime they can, any way they can, can, whether they want to volunteer or donate, whether it's a dollar or two dollars or more. They can do that at LeeForSenate.com. I need their help. Okay, Mike, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'll be watching tonight. I almost came out. I almost was going to go to uh, Salt Lake tonight I, just because I'd like to. I just would. I just want to be. I, I would just love to be in the room. I can't vote or anything, but I'd love to be in the room just going, Really? that's what you think really uh you know the person who uh was working against uh as a republican working against uh stopping aborting down syndrome babies really that's who you're thinking of but maybe it's just me mike thank you very much uh mike mike lee for senate uh dot whatever that's not going to help him very much is it all right, let me talk to you about Christopher. He wrote in with his... It's not going to help him as much as calling him boring 15 times. It's going to help. That's going to really know what? put him over Can the top. Can we write a commercial for him? I want to do a commercial. <laughs> boring, but good. I mean, you know, there ain't nothing going to... The guy goes to church every Sunday reliably. Boring. He'll talk to you about... He keep. He just said it. I keep a, con, a copy of the Constitution with me at all times. He does. Boring... But, but good. it's kind of what you want. Mm -hmm. Boring, but good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
That really should be his ad campaign. Um, <laughs> all right. Christopher wrote and he said, I'm 31. I've been an infantry ma- Marine. I have dealt with arthritis since I was 18. Holy cow. I wasn't sure if relief factor would work, but the day after I took the first dose, I work up, I, I woke up feeling relief that I had been promised. I'm still virtually pain free. And I would recommend it to anyone who will listen. I have to tell you, Christopher, that is highly unusual that it happened that fast. I'm glad it does. Works differently for everybody, and it may not work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works for them. That means 30% it's not working for. And with Christopher, it worked the next day. Try the three-week quick start. Developed just for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it, and 70% order it month after month. That says a lot. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. ReliefFactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today. And never miss a moment of truth. You know, I just, I can't take it. The the Biden announcement today, he's banning the import of Russian oil and uh, natural gas into the United States. Um, he said the oil companies, uh, they, they better not, uh, they, they better not, you know, um, overcharge the American people because they're greedy. He also says there are 9,000 permits to drill onshore here in America right now that are already approved, but the oil companies aren't using them. <laughs> no, that's not the way it works, Joe. You, you take a permit out to explore for oil in a certain area if you find it, you drill. If you don't find it or if you find stuff that's just too heavy or, you know, too hard to get out of the ground, you don't use that permit. It doesn't mean that you. Yeah, we're sitting on a whole bunch of oil. You know, we could make a buttload of money right now. What do you say we don't drill? It's so amazing because, as you mentioned, the previous sentence was about how greedy they are. Yeah. So if they ha- if they were so greedy and they had 9,000 permits that were just so much oil, they could just pull it out of the ground whenever they wanted. They just, I guess they're too lazy. They're really greedy, but really lazy. And yet, they control the earth because they're the most powerful companies, but they're so lazy. These accusations don't work with each other, right? Right. It's not coherent. Why would you go and drill deep sea? Deep sea, which costs you a fortune right why would you drill deep sea if you have at nine thousand oil wells that just are waiting just to they're bubbling over you could shoot at a rabbit and it's just gonna spew oil out of it and look joe biden's an idiot but he absolutely knows he's lying to the american people when he says that yeah. this is not him being fooled it's not that he doesn't know the facts he knows he's lying and he's saying it anyway that is who joe biden is he is he and that is just, it's at the very least incredibly disingenuous, but it's basically an entire lie.